I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. With me, your host, Jessica Michelle Singleton, a comedian who's an idiot, doesn't know anything, and so I ask questions so I can hopefully learn or just reveal how much of an idiot I truly am. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. We are so glad to have you. By we, I mean me and uh, I guess my guests and all the voices in my head. I don't know, but welcome. Um, If you haven't already subscribed, if you could do that, that would be a big help. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes, please, please, please. It's all I ask of you, and it's very, very helpful. Right now, I have so few ratings. Thank you to those who have provided them. Um, But they're all nice things, and so if you enjoy the podcast and would like to say a nice thing about it, you can say it there or uh, tweet it at me at blessed podcast or you can tweet it directly to me jms comedy uh follow the podcast follow me there uh it's jms comedy on twitter and instagram i'm also on facebook facebook.com you guys i don't have the energy to stop and restart this from the beginning so just find me on facebook jessica michelle singleton uh it's all one word at the end and uh, you can see what's up with me um so that's that my guest this week is a lovely friend of mine named Kelsey. I'm keeping it some, somewhat anonymous because she is a, a working professional. <laughs> and so we want to make sure we didn't really, uh, we didn't violate any professional things, but just to uh, to make sure that, I don't know, that we're not busting her out in case she, you know, makes some tasteless joke or something. And then someone at her day job gets offended. She is a surgical tech in hospitals, not just uh, in one hospital, but she's a traveling scrub tech, which you'll learn is a nickname for surgical techs, I guess. I didn't know they were different things until now. I didn't even know they were things, really. But uh, yeah, she takes contract jobs at different places all across the country. So uh, she's a bit of a gypsy like myself. Uh, We actually were really close friends Uh, growing up. She was one of my first friends, lived across the street from each other best of friends and then uh you know i moved away we didn't talk for years and then the magic of the internet brought us back to uh to being friends again so we have had some encounters uh across this lovely nation we actually just met up recently and went on a manic uh last minute trip to disney which was fun she is lovely and hilarious and i'm trying to get her to start her own podcast so we'll see how that goes uh, but uh, I'm rambling. So anyways, here you go. Uh, Kelsey and all her wonderful tales about what she finds in butts and the crazy things she gets to do as a scrub tech. Take it away. This is Lila. Well, that's how we started, is you going, <laughs> this is Lila. Uh, you guys, hi. Um, hi. It's me. I'm here with my friend. Oh, you're going to want to make sure you talk. Like directly into it? Into the mic, yeah. I love that I like I never prep people. I just am giving instructions in the middle of the podcast. You guys, I'm I'm here with my childhood friend, Kelsey. Do I give your full name? Are you I like to be anonymous. She likes to be anonymous. Anonymous (laughs) Kelsey. Uh she's an idiot. I'm kidding. You guys, 
She is. True. We're going to talk today about being a surgical technologist. Surgical technologist? Wait. Technically. Or scrub tech for slang. Oh, scrub tech slang? Okay. Yeah. I want to. Okay. The dirty version. When you said you're a scrub tech, like in the course of just you saying it at some point, I thought that I had been giving you the wrong title. Like, (laughs) oh, I thought she was a surgical tech. I guess she's a scrub tech. Like, that's. I thought there were different things. Layman terms. Like, but technically, I have a degree in surgical technology. So. Are you, you're a scrub. Yes. The thing that s- TLC doesn't want, you are. Mm-hmm. Wait, why, right, do you, why is it called scrub tech? So we scrub in. Oh, you, you, you mean you wash your hands. Yeah, but we use a scrub brush and it's called scrubbing. Oh, there's a special brush? There's a special brush is and that a special like, solution too. Does that, is that like more killing of germs? <laughs> yes. Do you think normal people should just be using that anyway? No, I mean, antibacterial soap is sufficient, but this is like really scrubbing hard like it's a just making it's sure like you bristle. don't miss even like the bristle that you use to clean your dishes does that fuck up your hands your hands don't look no, fucked up feel how soft my hands are do you it's overcompensate like or is it just like no, a i don't lotion for shit that's i'm fucking lazy really god i have the hands of a farm worker it's disgusting i know i felt it oh wait where do i get one of these scrub brushes so wait home depot do you scrub like that at home no but i make a mess when i wash dishes and like wash my hands because i have to go from fingertips to my elbow oh so like you forget you're at home and you just have to wash your hands and then and i'm like there's a full... puddle on the fucking floor oh what a nightmare i'm you know at least you're doing your dishes um yeah. you're better than some of us <laughs> um okay wait so tell me what what exactly does a surgery we'll call you scrub, scrub tech, whatever what does so, that do it entails setting up for the surgery Getting all the supplies ready, laying so everything like out on a sterile. Yeah, that's one part. I just hear that from it's like a TV tiny shows. <laughs> yeah, <A> scalpel. <laughs> we don't even call it a scalpel. We call it knife or a blade. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's jarring. That's just Grey's Anatomy for you, which drives me insane, and I can't stop watching the show because I love the drama. But do you get so mad at the I like? I get so mad. I had to stop when I was in school. How bad? How wrong is it? It's so wrong. Really? It's so wrong. Oh my god! You know, I just assume they had someone like. They do supposedly. Staff, supposedly they have scrubbed nurses, which is another term for us as well, but we're not RNs. Oh, so there's like there's like 18 different terms, really. So are there so there's scrub nurses that do the same thing? They just make more money because they have a degree. So I don't like being called a nurse because I'm not an RN, and so I feel like, like I don't that's out not of fair. respect for registered nurses. I don't want to be called a nurse. Is that a lot more called, school? Well, sorry, I interrupted you. Keep no, going. you're fine. Registered nurse was two years. A scrub tech is one to two years, but we don't have a license. We have a certification or okay. a degree. Like I have a degree. Okay. But they are registered nurses that have a license. Okay. So if like something goes wrong, they could lose their license. We can't. Oh, you have nothing to lose. Basically <laughs> yeah, nothing. Do, can, do they rebel. have, uh, do they have more responsibilities as nurses? Like are there things yes. you can't do? So like in the totem pole of things, it's like anesthesiologist, they have CRNAs, which are like their texts, but yeah. way more complicated. Yeah. And then there's the surgeon, of course, the RN, and then there's me. So anesthesiologist is on top. Yeah, and the surgeon, they work. It's all a team effort. Yeah. But, like, technically, I'm at the bottom. Are there things you end up doing that are technically someone else's job sometimes? A hundred percent. Because it's just, like, in the middle of it, it's like, you just have to hold this. Yeah, we're all a team. Like, you just do whatever you can to help that person or that patient. Do you do a certain... Are you in a certain... Do you do certain types of operations or are you just all over the board? 
Most places, if they're big, especially have like teams, okay. but as a traveler. Because you're a traveling yeah. surgery so tech. I, I didn't go, say that. Yeah. I go all over the country, whichever there's a need for. Yeah. Wow. And I just do what they need me to do, like whatever team they need me to help on. But I do have a specialty, which is orthopedics and neurology. Wait, orthopedics as in like? Bones. Does that include joints? Can you fix me? I'm going to make this about me. Um, wait, bones so, and joints, yes. So bones and brains are your specialty? And backs, yeah. Okay. The spine. Oh, so like neurology within that is like how that's Brain all connected? Spine. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So do you end up doing more of that or is that just like it's there? That's what the I'm like advertised as my specialty because that's what I love to do. I love a broken bone or oh, like wow. a back surgery. That's so creepy to me that you're like, I love a good back I love surgery. It. I love a good broken bone too. What's your favorite surgery ever? An, a broken ankle. Oh, really? I love it. Oh, really? Like Why? A broken leg. I don't know because when you do a total joint, it's like step by step. Like it's robotic almost. Like you just know what you're going to do. You go in and you do your three major parts okay. and it's normal. When you do a broken bone, you don't know. And it's like, you don't know how it's broken. And it's like, yes. we don't know what's like, going to go on in there. How are we going to fix this cracked? Are doctors ankle. like that? Or are they just like, what are we going to do? Um, they plan a little bit more than we would necessarily. Like when you look at the x-ray, you can kind of see and you kind of know like what kind of plate you want to use or what angle you want to go at it from. But have you ever been in a situation where a doctor goes in and then it's not what they expected and they're like, oh my God. Oh, a hundred times, especially with like open bellies. Oh my God. Ah, that's so scary. You were like, I don't know what's going on. So it's we're just, just going like, to open them up and see. We're just going to use our doctor yep. brains. And wow. Talk about having to think on your feet, like critically. I love it. It's, I love a trauma. Like <laughs> I have no idea what we're going to do. There's like bullet holes or stabbings or whatever it is. And like, you have no idea. Does that it's affect you? Like, do you think you have PTSD? Do you no. go to therapy? No, you just love it. I love it. You love the adrenaline from, do you yes. like that you're helping as well? Yeah. That's a big part of it. I think like I saved a life. Yeah. It's a good day. Have you ever like had a surgery where you're like, wow, we really saved a life. Do you get that a lot? Yes. This year on Valentine's day, <gasps> I s helped save a life. What happened? We were doing my first open heart. Oh my God. A heart surgery. Yes. Yeah, so we were doing what's called a cabbage there's a thing called a cabbage it's called a cabbage it stands for something i can't remember right now no that's good mm, it's it. fine you don't need to know the technical things it's, it's like letters. when you take history classes to get a science degree you're like yeah yeah those were gen ed it doesn't matter yeah so this guy or girl i can't really remember had you can't remember is that no, a thing? i never remember if no? they're male or female do you or just kind of like, unless you're or asian or whatever you've never done a genital surgery well that i remember if they're what part they have but like once you're in it's just like it's that person. Is, you have forgiven. This is just a human. This is a human. Yeah. Wow. This is, I treat them all like my mom. Oh, wow. Like, oh, that's I beautiful. I care like that much about this person, no matter if they're male, female, purple okay. or gold. Well, that might be a problem if they're Go purple. I feel like they're already dead. Um, <laughs> so wait, let's go back to okay. this heart thing. So yeah. So Valentine's day, we did an open heart. So they take your saphenous vein from your leg. Oh yeah. My this, saphenous like, vein. Yeah, sure. So they use a scope and yeah. they stick a scope like in by your knee. Yeah. And they like take out your vein. It's very like the scars. They take out your vein? Yep. They take out your vein. Holy. Your body compensates and like redirects the blood flow. Oh. So you're fine. Bodies are amazing. I know. I don't even get it. Like I just don't understand it. It's so amazing to me. So we take out the vein and then they take that piece of vein and they go from your aorta, which is what flows blood into your heart. Yeah. Okay. And they take that vein 
from the aorta to another piece or chamber of your heart. Okay. So the to part provide... you're she's pointing in between her giant titties. Yeah, they're huge. I can't get to my chest bone. <laughs> if you ever have open heart finger. surgery, that's going to be a whole thing. Yeah, I got to tape them down. <laughs> got to. I don't know what. Uh, good luck to them. I basically have an open heart. Is how flat my tits are. <laughs> okay, wait. So they. Okay, so yeah, so. When you have a heart attack, it blocks blood flow to that chamber of the heart. So we're okay. redirecting the blood flow. Blood flow. Okay. To like better the heart so that it can pump better to b- provide your body with blood and oxygen. Okay. And all that other shit you need. Okay. I like that. So we are finishing up. We've done the surgery. It's been about four or five hours. And the patient crashes, meaning their heart slows it's not to a working. scary little point. Ah. Uh. So uh, is that what happens when like it's just not taking to the new adjustment or what? Not necessarily. I think that this patient particularly had a bad reaction to a certain medication we gave them. Okay. I won't get into all that because that will take literally 30 minutes to explain. So they had a bad reaction to this drug, which caused their heart to slow at a scary pace. Yeah. So while the surgeon and the other nurse in the room were down by the feet trying to put in a balloon to help. A balloon was, to their feet? It's a balloon pump. It's a whole nother. Oh. That'll take 45 minutes. Yeah, you're right. We I'll have to there. Google stuff. I don't even know. <laughs> so I'm in this person's chest holding their heart in my hand pumping it. You're like physically like pumping My hand heart. is like You're keeping the heart. heartbeat. Yes. And that that's is, actually like keeping the blood going. Yes. You're, I am the one. You have I'm become the machine. the machine. I am the machine. And is that just because they already had an open chest and that's all they could do? Yes. Was that scary for you? Were you like, oh, I, fuck. Because like, in that moment, I wasn't scared. Because you have to time it out, right? Like, how do you? Or is it just like the heart I, beats whatever I do? This is what was so nerve wracking after the fact. Because in that moment, you don't think you don't have time to like think about what I'm going to do. No, you just. But do I'd it. never done one before. I'd never even seen a heart. Like this was my first time. Was it jarring? And the nurse grabbed my hand and was like, "This is what you do. This is how you do it. You can't do this. You can't do that. Go." And so you just did. two minutes of instruction, less than two minutes, probably thirty seconds, and then just and you're squeezing this yes. heart. I was pumping this person's heart. On Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. Were you single? Day. Yes. Because this is the fucking saddest thing I've ever heard. It was be- like, No, it was, it's such a moment for you me that I You were literally like keeping someone's it. heart alive. Yes. I held a heart in my hand for the first time on and Valentine's Day. you have no Day. idea who this person was. No. This person has no who, idea who you are. No. They will never know me. They'll never know you. And my you name literally, is nowhere on their chart. You were I'm lit- a tiny little paragraph of a paragraph of a paragraph small writing this person was in there they'll never know they will never know that that's it's just that's insane to think that like you you physically kept this person Mm -hmm. alive and like everyone thanked me at the end of the day it was like 4 a.m when we left like you were the most important part part i was yeah that moment key in that moment yes with for that person yes how many hours I i did 27 hours that day is that a regular thing um, maybe once a year. How do you, uh, what's a, what's a regular shift? A regular shift. I like 12 hours. You like 12 hours. I do. And you go, what, how many days in a row do you do that? Three. Three. And then you get days off. Yeah. So and then, then you, you get die. at least one or two days off. How do you stay awake that long? Is it just the adrenaline keep you going? Um, it's your job. You're used to it. Like your body adjusts. Adjusts. Yeah. Okay. And but, that doesn't like, so now you're just used to that. Yeah. I'm used to it. I like 12s. That's a good shift. But there are days like when you work, like my first hospital ever, we were so short staffed and like you just had to work 16 hour days, five days a week, sometimes seven. I think the longest stretch I went was 36 days without a day off. Oh my God. That's horrifying. But also that paycheck must have been fat. Oh no. Are you paid on a salary? No. We're hourly. 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 Yeah. And then um, overtime is time and a half. 
And then you get a standby call pay, which is like an hourly rate that's small. But like when I'm at home on call, yeah. I'm getting paid a standby pay, which ranges from like 3 to $10, depending on oh, what state you're and in, that's what house like, you work for. This is like, don't please don't go get drunk money. We might need you. Yeah, you're technically working. They're like, don't go anywhere. Yeah, you have to be within 30 minutes of the hospital at all times. Oh, wow. Because if they call you and say... We're doing this case. You have to be there within 30 minutes. Have you had that happen a lot? A hundred times. Yeah. yeah. Usually when you're on call, is it like yes. what, 50-50 or is it like I'm probably getting called in? I'm on call. Well, there's so many variables like the yeah. size of the hospital. Um, if it's a trauma center, for sure you're working. And if okay. it's a trauma center, there's also like 24-hour staff too. There's staff, 24-hour staff mm-hmm. as in people work 24-hour shifts? Yes. No, not 24-hour shifts. Like, oh, there's, there's just people there all yeah, the time. There's a morning shift, a mid-shift, a night shift. Is that not the normal case in a hospital? Um, not for like smaller after, hospitals, like 10 but PM, it's like, there's just no doctors here. So small hospitals that have like your County hospital say, yeah, like there's staff there until 3 PM guaranteed. Some places have till seven. Yeah. And then there will be people on and call. And it's call. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like no one's available. It's never yeah. like a, no, it's just Easter. We just don't have any. No <laughs> holidays, weekends. Yeah. Your mother's birthday. So you don't have like a regular, well, so when you do these, because uh, what is it? Contracts? You travel. So is it like just... So yeah, as a traveler, I'm contracted for up to three months, 13 weeks at a time. Okay. And then I've done like six month contracts before. And I also like have stayed somewhere for a year because I loved it so much. Because you loved it so much? Yeah. Was that Minneapolis? Hospital. Yeah, Minneapolis. I was there. That's well, St. Nice. Paul. St. Paul. Okay. But it's a twin city. And you're going back. You're going to a different hospital? Yeah, or the same I'm going place? to their sister hospital. So it's like the same kind of surgeons. Oh, nice. But it's a different hospital. Okay. How many different uh, cities have you lived in so far? So far, home is Mississippi, of course. Ocean Springs. Did you work Represent. in the Ocean Springs Hospital? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's crazy. My mom was there That's for where your mom worked, right? Years. Yeah. Uh, she I retired was, now? She retired and went back full time. Uh, can't keep her away. She fucking went off for like three weeks and was like, I'm done. I'm going back to work now. Well, I get it. Like, it gets boring. I think that you're yeah. like, eh. And that Debs. Well, it also just becomes part of your life that you're yeah. like, oh, I miss. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, as much as we're all like, I'd love to just not have responsibility, it's like, that gives most people their purpose. I know, right? I mean, I'd feel like I'd have fun. But, (laughs) so, then Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. I worked in a tiny little town called Wakefield. It was about 10 minutes. Of course, the whole state's 30 minutes long. 10 minutes south of Providence. Then I went to Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh, On the south side of Atlanta. You're on the south side of Atlanta. Scary place. That's the hood. Oh, I can't remember the name of the town. But then I went to St. Paul, Minnesota, stayed there for 10 months. Nice. Then I went to Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. To Banner University, which is my favorite hospital. The fav- yeah, that was your favorite hospital, but yeah. was Minneapolis your favorite city? Yeah. Okay. And then you've been in Stockton? Stockton, California. Oof. At least you're close to pretty stuff. I feel like I'm too close to say anything. Like I need to get out of the state before I start talking about Stockton. Yeah, you're right. They're going to come run you. far. What was your, so your favorite was Minneapolis. What was your least favorite? Was it Stockton? Stockton. <laughs> For okay. sure. That's fair. For sure. The people were like insanely close. Like it was such a family. It was like the staff was great. It's just like the staff was the amazing. city itself was kind of like. The city was horrible. Do you think that like, I'm just like if you weren't from Ocean Springs and you mm-hmm. randomly went to that hospital, do you think you'd be like, eh, this city's whatever. Like if you didn't have no, that's the friends horrible. you grew up with. Oh, like if I came from a different city? Yeah. Well, you, you already think the city's horrible. So I, don't like, I don't know if you can change my mind. I don't know if there's any going back from that. No, I mean, I don't know. A guy at a gas station dropped a heroin needle in front of me. I was like, nope, I'm good. I will run out of gas. I'm fine. Oh, my God. Oh, that sounds like a... Like, I am way too white for this. 
I'm way too white for this. It was not a white guy dropping a heroin needle. It was a white guy. That's what scared me so much. I am from suburbia. Well, that's what I was like. It's usually white people with heroin. Uh, Oh, that is true. We be doing we and meth. I'm too much of a chicken. But yeah, it's all the Mississippi methers. All the hard, hard, hard drugs I feel like are mostly. I don't know. I did see white people. Except crack, I think, inter- I goes into like a black guy that was addicted to heroin and cocaine and um, had taken a bunch of Viagra and had a heart on for 72 hours. My God, what a mess. Wait, did you have slice to slice it open? You, you did a surgery on this man's penis. Yes. It was the size of like, I'm not even kidding, my arm almost. Like your oh. arm. So it, it was, was like. It was so swollen and full of blood. And he just had a big dick. No. that No. This you, was like bad. Like, I don't know what his dick looked like before that. Thank God. Wait, so it was like. It was so impacted full of blood. So you have to go in when that happens? And That's like when they say if you have an erection open. for more than 48 yeah. hours, call. Because it could take your penis off. And I think he did end up losing his penis, but <gasps> I don't know. He ended up losing his penis? More than likely. He was a douche anyways. He didn't need it. Oh. He didn't use it. Sexual function was not important to him. He was, he just, was just recreationally doing, doing Viagra? Yeah. With cocaine. Oh, is that a thing people do? Yeah, yeah I guess that is. Apparently. People like mix drugs all the time, I think. But, oh my, have you, how many? Is that is that the only time you've ever had to do a surgery like that? No, that's probably the third. But that was the worst one because it was third so Viagra bad. surgery. Yeah. Do you know offhand if that just in general is pretty common? But this is all. Every time that we've done it, it's been mixed with something else. It's not like just Viagra. It's not Viagra. It's like someone's yeah. doing like. Like if you take it correctly, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, take it. I've more power to than please take Viagra. it. Please. But like, I appreciate it. Be considerate of your poor wife's vagina. <laughs> so you like when that happens, it's they're mixing like an illegal yeah, drug. It's with. always like this nasty person. Like, like a homeless a drug addict. Yeah. Oh, those poor people. I th- I've done a lot of broke penises too. Just they just broke. Like how they got so the most common too position hard? for breaking a penis is reverse cowgirl. Oh, you know what? That makes sense because you're too far off. I've had guys and like the angles incorrect. So when she's like, bouncing oh, you that can ass. really break a penis. Yes. What is that? So it's a muscle. So you tear a muscle. <gasps> That's or, repairable. It's just yeah, it's repairable. I mean, did they have I don't to put really a splint on their time. dick, like tape it to it. a pos- like a popsicle stick? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I should suggest that. Um, or you pop a blood vessel, which creates like a hematoma, and we have to evacuate it oh and tie off that vessel. God. I've had a surgeon tell me I was a very excellent penis holder. Well, you know, he even made me a certificate because I asked for it. You, so of course, put, you did. I wanted to put it on my tender. He's like, I can't. I'm going to get fired for sexual harassment if I make you this. Well, he off like he gave me the compliment of you're a really good penis retractor. I'm like, what? I am. Thank you. Oh my He's god, like, that's you, amazing. Very good. Like we're we're joking around. Like everyone had a lot like, of experience holding these. That's dicks. what well, you, you said. I think I you have to have a sense I've, of humor I've in a situation like that. Life. Like, Medically and, per, you know. I feel like if you were too serious and you had a job like that, you'd lose your mind. Oh, yeah. It's not. You I have mean, to be able to have like a bit of a dark sense of humor. Yeah. Everyone in the OR has a dark sense of humor for sure. Have so you, when he gave me this compliment, I just asked for some type of like documentation because I would really like to put that on my Tinder. I think that's br- perfect. Do you, and you did put it on your Tinder? No, I deleted Tinder. Oh, you're so strong. <laughs> have you ever had anyone die? Did I already ask you this on the podcast? I've asked um, you before. No, I don't know if you've asked me, but no, I haven't had anyone die on my table, but I've seen it happen in the hospital while I was there. How is that like, even though you're not actually in the room, is that like an emotional thing for the whole, like, like it kind of, it's not like everybody. I mean, I feel like if it was my patient, like I would have an emotional reaction. Yeah. Like I would feel like my heart would break a little bit, but you have to keep going. Yeah. So you never even think about that? You don't worry about like, oh my God, one day I could have someone die? 
I don't want to think about it. Uh, you're I so good at compartmentalizing and just not yeah. thinking. I would obsess. This is why I'm not a doctor because I'm like, what if someone dies? And then I, I obsess more about not having the supplies I need than my patient dying because that's highly unlikely. Yeah. And we're doing every single thing that we can to keep that from happening. It is highly unlikely for someone to die. It's In like very surgery, rare. It's very rare. Yeah. I've, and I've been doing this for seven years, seven years. Um, and I've seen it three times. I'm sorry, there's a very tiny dog and I got it distracted. So it's little. so tiny. It's bouncing and it's wearing a little red vest. <gasps> oh, you guys. But this conversation is more interesting. It's so cute. Um, okay. okay. Wait. Yes. So it's uh, it's highly likely. So you've seen it like, three, three times. times. And do you happen to know, is it more often there's nothing they could do or is it like user error? Like, is it? Oh, nothing they could do. Like, sure. it's just the person. It was time to die. It's like, yeah, it's not usually like the doctor fucked up. No, no, that's like probably there was never the one case. Almost that never came the case. in and died before we even started. Ah, uh, and we that doesn't even count. Yeah, but it still counts. They were still in the OR. I mean, like that sad. still counts on us. I know, but if it's like, uh, does that fuck up your numbers? <laughs> yeah, it does. We have numbers. They keep numbers, huh? Yeah, we keep numbers of deaths of um, patient incidents, meaning like anything. Can, like, can the public see that um, when they're like choosing to go to a hospital? I don't know if the public can see it. I also don't feel like who's giving that much thought by the time they're going to the hospital. They're just like, get me to the hospital. Right. Like I need to live. Oh but yeah. We keep numbers of like infection rates and like, that's a big thing of like keeping infections down. Cause that's our most important job. Yeah. Do you ever get any weird STD surgeries? Oh my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. That's the grossest one. We don't have to talk about like, it. Oh God. I mean, I'll talk about it. I don't give a shit. Okay. Let's talk about it. Warts on your vagina or oh, a dick. Like, it's like just genital warts. Yes. How do you but get they, rid of like, those? Ignore it. You laser them and we have to wear like special goggles, special mask. We have to use like this huge tube of like suction to like keep everything in the air because it's they ignore it. It just gets bad. Yeah. So it's the thing that like if someone were to like see one of those and they go, go to a to doctor, doctor quick. Yes. You can just get one off and they probably go away. I think. I mean, there's ways to treat it before it gets bad to the point where we have to laser your vagina. Good Lord. And it just like... Uh, uh. You ever get but- butthole warts? Yeah, I've done a few buttholes. I feel like how would I even... Butthole. I've done way too much stuff in the butthole. Really? We're going to... Let's talk butt stuff. Okay. I feel like you've talked butt stuff. I talk butt I stuff all the time. But... Oh, yeah, my album. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm having this fear of like, what if I have butt warts inside of me and I have no idea? You would know. And this whole time I've been 100%. like, I'm clean. I don't know. It hurts, it hurts to poop sometimes. Is that butt warts? Does it bleed? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill once but i think that's and it's also like you i examine my poop like i'm a big believer why am i suddenly being like is there warts in my butt like i don't even (laughs) check it out i got i don't put penises in my butt we're friends 27 years i got will you you look at my butt i'm serious i'm in fear now you know what bad butts look like got you um why am i saying all these gross thoughts uh because we're into butt stuff right now hemorrhoids yeah those can bleed right Yeah. yeah so there's two different types there's internal external and like they bleed differently like an internal sometimes it has darker blood because it's yeah i inside. gushed blood once you probably ripped your asshole with that gigantic shit you took 
Yeah. Like, I examine my poop. I'm a big believer in that. Me too. But you then can I- tell a lot from like the coloring, the consistency, the thickness, all that shit. Yeah. Well, your poop, man. I look at it a lot, but then I go like, yeah, I don't know what that means, but it doesn't look good. Or like sometimes it could it's be like also dehydration. Yeah. Cause it's like sometimes I'll have like half, half and half poops where like half of it looks like that sort of like soft brown floaty banana mm-hmm. healthy colored mm-hmm. not banana but i feel like it's that consistency and the other healthy. one's like dark and it's and like, like dark and it's like been lumpy. sitting there for a while yeah. and i'm like how is this the same turd well as it's going through your body like it's still absorbing different like ways in your intestines it's got a lot it's got like a mile to go i feel like i think it's longer than that I'm it's crazy well when you really think about like oh if you laid out your intestines all that shit how long it's it would long. be it's crazy. I, that I you feel like there's a length. Like I learned the length in school, but I have. Yeah. Had a, and it's an insane amount. And then when yeah, you think about huge. like you ever eat something and then like in we 30 to, minutes, you're like, oh my God. One thing you're about like, Grey's Anatomy bad? I like that they do say is run the bowel. We do say that. Run the bowel? Run the bowel. What does that mean? So you take it like, and you put your hands through it and you check the whole bowel. Like the whole so intestine? The whole intestine. And you, you just, just like, like run it through Roll it hands. like a, a garden hose to make sure there's nothing. We don't like roll it up. We're not. Oh, you like touch it to make sure there's nothing stuck? section. Yeah. How often is it like, oh, they have a cheeseburger? Is <laughs> A lot. It's disgusting. It smells so bad. I mean. We have to put peppermint or um, like some type of oil on our mask. Over your nose. Oh, to yeah. To like hide the smell. Can there be stuff that's just lodged in there for years? Like, do you know. It when would they, give you an issue. if, like, When they do those like colon cleansing commercials. Mm-hmm. Is that real? Like that you could have stuff that's been in there for like 10 years? I don't know. They could, that, I feel like that's an exaggeration, but I'm not a doctor. Yeah, you're just not hand a doctor. Shit, man. You're like, I'm not a doctor. I just hand them shit. I do. What's, uh, you ever pull weird shit out of butts? Oh, so many times. Really? Yes. Okay, let's get into this. The last thing, I didn't pull it out, but I was there. They pulled out a, a whole boiled egg with the shell still on it. The shell still on it? Yeah. So this went in from the back end? Yeah, for sure. Do you, you get to question these people or do you just go? No. Is the doctor the doctor kind of questions them, but they always lie. They never tell the full truth. What do they go? I don't know how it they'll got there. even say I can't poop. I haven't pooped in a few days, and they won't fucking tell you there's something in their asshole. And then we do an X-ray, and we're like, oh, no wonder you haven't you pooped. Have a Barbie sir. in your ass. You have an egg in your butt, and they usually like, oh, I didn't. I don't know how that got there. I swear, they just lie. Well, to me, it's like, just come clean, man. Well, it's also come clean, and then like. One guy had a gerbil in his I don't know if you're allowed butt. to. Uh, did, that's real? And he came in with the PVC pipe and was like, this is how I got it in here. The I've heard of like, people doing I'm that. I'm not fucking touching that. Yeah, it's like the stimulation that they get, but like... The gerbil sometimes doesn't come out? Yeah. It got stuck. That's disgusting. It's that's a sphincter. A- like the, the hole closes. It naturally wants to close. So when you get something past that muscle, oh, it God. closes. Uh, I've had to pull a vibrator out of someone's Was stomach. the gerbil dead? I don't know. It's like Jessica. you never know miracles. It okay, died. I'm sorry. It I'm died. more concerned for the gerbil than this man's you butt. You should be. He doesn't deserve my my concern. No, the gerbil. You've pulled what else out? I'm sorry. A was... dildo, vibrators, butt plugs. Usually um, sex stuff. Most like nine times out of ten. Stuff. Yeah, mostly sex stuff. Is it mostly? The egg was was like oh, a Vienna sausage can. Okay, that is. This Sausages. had to be in Mississippi. Yeah, it was in Mississippi. <laughs> that was at Ocean Springs Hospital. Of course, it was. That's the most redneck shit I've ever. The whole can, whole can. Sausage is still in it. You it's probably just put that. Can, I bet you could just resell that at Hudson. I don't know, but did you see that Family Value? Jar? What is that Hudson Salvage <laughs> in Pascagoula <laughs> or whatever? Oh, oh yeah. my god! I yeah. Did you see he, that mason jar video, though? Like, the guy fit a whole mason no, jar. No, I did not see a mason don't. jar video. Some guy made me watch that, and I You guys don't watch cried. it. Wait, it did that... Awful. Do people 
I mean, the sex toy is probably yes, but like, did the egg guy and the sausage guy be like, I need to take that home? I don't know. What do you guys do with the gerbil? The gerbil died, honey. You just threw it away? I didn't throw it away. But it didn't get a proper, you don't take it to the morgue? I think that was like, that was a story I heard. Like, I didn't personally like pull the gerbil. Oh, okay. Like, it happened. I saw the x-ray with the gerbil in there. Oh my God. It's disgusting. Do you ever want to be like, how dare you, sir? I want to lecture everyone, but I'm a lecturer. Like, I'm like, dude. Do you ever like, are there any of these people, like, especially like in Ocean Springs where you lived, where you like, they know me and I don't know them. Oh my, that happens so much. Oh, I was going to be like, where you took time to like, make sure you remember this person's face. You see him on the street and you're like, no, that's the Vienna sausage guy. No, that's, I I mean, forget their faces. So that's good. That's HIPAA. That's better. You shouldn't be, but like, I forget their faces. Like as soon as the drape goes up, honestly, I just remember I had a friend who worked at an STD clinic in, well, that's different in like, college and people would call and she, so she knew all these girls that like we oh hated that had like <laughs> gonorrhea. <laughs> She's like, yeah, well, guess what? I should not have that job. Because I know people who have herpes. She would never tell us who they were. Yeah. But she's like, just her. so you guys know, there's Good a bunch her. of bitches I hate and I know they've got herpes. Yeah. Uh, which I wh- forget, like it's, it's so like programmed into our minds to like forget the person because you should never ever talk about like that person yeah and it probably makes it too personal if something does go wrong because you have to detach yourself on some level yeah because i have like seven patients a day sometimes so it's like i don't have time to like and besides they don't know me like they literally will see me for five minutes before they go to sleep and they're drugged up before they get in the room so they never remember my name and you're so they never remember that yeah i mean i feel like even if i had a major surgery it's like barring maybe like an ongoing something like a cancer treatment like i don't mm. think i'd even remember the surgeon after a while <laughs> which is messed yeah. up but I'd just i mean be it's like, true it's just a, and to them it's like you go this is a surgeon they did my big surgery to them you're just one of hundreds mm. you know yeah it's like uh, it's like when people come up to me after comedy shows i'm kidding um <laughs> uh, oh man so you've never you don't remember anyone you've worked on no i remember the case like if someone has to like ask me a question about like what happened in this case? They have to say what we actually did. Like what okay. happened in this total knee? Ooh, total the second knee. one of the day. Like that's how I remember it. The second total of the day. Oh wow! I never remember like this patient's name. Have you ever worked on fucked up joints that are messed up from rheumatoid arthritis? I'm sorry. This is a self-serving question. Yeah. I mean, how bad was it? What was it? I had to cut the hand off. I'm kidding. Oh, There's God. like drugs you can take if you just go to a doctor. I don't have the money. Is anyone listening to this? Please give me money. Be a doctor. Listen, I'm not going to diagnose you, okay? I just fucking hand somebody shit. I mean, I know I have rheumatoid arthritis. I've been diagnosed. I just You can take medication to help with the inflammation. Yeah. Quit being a little bitch about it. But it lowers your immune hippie. system, too. Oh, my God. Everything lowers your immune system. Uh, the air you're breathing. So you have no qualms with, like, taking pills. You're like, no, doctors said I need this? I'll take I trust this. my doctors. I, like... I trust medicine. Here, what I trust is like, I trust that the doctors are doing the best to their abilities. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that the American medical system teaches doctors the best way to treat patients. I think that the American medical system, hypothetically, okay. and you can tell me I'm wrong and I will listen and probably totally believe you. Mm-hmm. I think that our doctors are taught to treat symptoms instead of the problem. Do I, I just sound like I've read too many internet articles about yes. tea I or something? I think also like... When a patient comes in and they tell their symptoms, that's how they have to diagnose them and how they have to treat them. Yeah. If, of course, if you hear something and someone gives you five different symptoms, if those five symptoms match this thing, they're going to assume it's this. Of course. And they're going to treat that. If that doesn't work, then they go to the next. The next treatment. It can't, you can't come into someone and have this medical marvel of a case and like 
know it in the first five minutes. Of it course. It takes a long time. Doctors aren't magicians. I just yeah. wonder sometimes if it, if you go, because I think there's so much. I think there's bad doctors, though. That's true. And I think like there's... 100%. A, just like there's bad cooks. Yeah. There's bad hairdressers. Or it's like a doctor that just wants to, is like, doesn't tell you all the options or... I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. Is that there's people who are either bad or just lazy. Yeah. And they're just like, on to sure. the next patient. They like don't care at all. Yeah. But I just wonder surgeons. sometimes... Surgeons are like... Are probably very specific and very... Like they're there to like do a job. Like they sometimes don't even diagnose, but I don't they really just know do the surgery. Do. Yeah, but sometimes. like at the same time, it depends on the field. It depends on like all these other variables. Like surgeons are like auto mechanics for the human body. They're like, this is what you need to We've fix. Been described and they as go that before. in. Like I've heard that analogy. Like they're not necessarily the person that goes. Let me. They're not the diagnostician. I don't mm, know what that a, word that's is. That's a good. Is word. that a word? Yeah, that's a word. They're not Doctor House. They're just a guy with a knife. Fuck house man. Who that does the actual? Up. That shit's so fucking. Well, up. I know that he just magically like gets bit by a bird and he's like, it was the it was the flu. There's a little tick in her butthole. The shows bother me on so like there's so many things that are just outlandish, but it's used for drama. But I get it. Like I get it. You like I get why I they get, do that. I get why they have like eight different surgeries in one room in Grey's Anatomy because it's, it's like the show would be boring but it's never it like just that real. in real life yeah never like you're never gonna do eight surgeries on one patient at one time that's like you focus on the one thing that you're doing and then the next person can come in that's interesting but they do work together like two general surgeons would do like a belly case and a neurosurgeon might ask for help like they, they still ask for help but it's never like that in the drama with, yeah no. it's just we're there to do a job we're not there to work. like talk about Who's hooking up with who? Yeah. I mean, we gossip, but like not at the important times. Yeah. You're like in the break room while we're getting coffee. Or, or like when we're finishing up. Yeah. But like you're there to help this person. Like we're not thinking about like our lives. Yeah. It's like this is the focus. Yeah. Okay. But I like still that. like a nice, I love working or I could never, which is one of the reasons I've never gone to nursing school and I've procrastinated it even though I feel like I'd be good at it. You probably make more I, money, right? Oh yeah. I'd make way you, more could money. Could you be a traveling nurse? I don't make any money. Like we... Back home, I made $14 an hour. Oh. And I worked just as hard as anybody else, you know? But yeah. you're the bottom of the totem pole. Why don't you... You should go to nursing school. I know I should, but I don't want to work on the floor. Like, my patients are asleep. They're drugged. Oh, you don't want to have to deal with people. Like, I can't <laughs> take whining. You're like, I'm not going to change your fucking bedpan. No, I'll change your bedpan. Like, that's needed. I'll yeah. change your diaper. I'll wipe the shit off your ass. But the people who just I get like... I will feed you. I will do... I've, I mean, I've wiped shit up almost every day like yeah i've been shit on pissed on vomited on like i've had really? blood and guts all over me that doesn't bother me it's the whining so like mm. it's the oh you're not giving me my water fast enough yeah. i i want more pain meds well you've had your quota ma'am yeah that's crazy and that's what i can't stand yeah like the whining just the complaining yeah oh you would I, hate a nursing home yeah well no i i love work like i volunteered i love old people you do. oh i guess i just think every, if they're crazy i love them more because it's like they can't help it it's oh. just the rude a-holes that you have to just deal pe with oh people who are like entitled and think that like yes the entitlement you're like i'm a yes. nurse for the floor i'm not your personal assistant yeah i have five other patients i have to worry about it's like yes i get you're in pain but like quit crying i gave you pain meds that's funny. Like I would love, I would love to be a nurse because I do love helping. It's just the politics of like that shit. Like because mm -hmm. I'd have to be like, okay, and I'm too southern because I'm like, hush, you're <laughs> fine, hush, you're fine. <laughs> now go, now get, get. <laughs> They're like have no legs. They're like get. <laughs> um, I loved volunteering at a nursing home though. They were so cute. I love old people. Old people can be fun. Yeah, you're right. Now I want to volunteer at a nursing I home. I'm like snuggle them. I guess not every old person is grumpy and racist. Um, most of them are 
Yeah, well, you know. They're fucking old. Different time. Oh. And in their mind, they are in a That's different a place. That's a whole honey. different conversation. Right. Um, different time. Well, if, this is the now time, so <laughs> sleepy time with grandma. Up. Just <laughs> pillow to the face. I'm a bad person. Um, oh, I feel, I feel like I had one more question. See, okay, well, I guess it was just about trusting. I just want to run this idea by you. Mm-hmm. You don't think sometimes doctors could do more of like, okay, here's what we think you have. Here's how to treat it. You don't think doctors more often could go, but also let's talk about your diet for a second as far as like, cause I do think a lot of the food we put in our system. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think our doctors don't. I think that they also have to walk a fine line because like you can tell a patient that they are unhealthy and overweight and like they get so offended that they sue their surgeons or their doctors. Yeah. Well, I think it even like applies to people who aren't overweight. Like I, I find there are foods that are better for my inflammation Mm -hmm. that like, you know, you, you read and do your... But don't you get, like, you get a pamphlet when you leave. Like, you need to... Your diet can help this. Like, if you have kidney stones, your diet can help a kidney stone. Yeah, I guess so. If you have... I guess I'm just of the, like... You know, ulcers, your diet can fix this. Here's a pamphlet. I think so. I think it's just, I guess, my mindset, and it's... You aren't the person who could fix this, and neither am I, but just mm-hmm. as, like, I feel like maybe too often it's only in the pamphlet. You know what I'm saying? Where it's, like, they're they not there say, to be your mom, though. I know, but I think... Like, you know. You know what foods are bad for you. You know, yeah, you're everyone right. knows. Well, you know what though, I really think it's very sad. But I think some people don't realize how bad some foods are. You know, you like I think people McDonald's think like low day. fat is fine, and it's like no, eating low fat cereal is still cereal. processed food. And then yeah. like there's even like foods that are natural, like nightshades that aren't good for inflammation. But it's like that's a whole different thing. I guess I just wish more doctors were inclined to go. Maybe it's think about reading about nutrition. Talk to a nutritionist. Or recommending one. And I feel, I feel like, like not I've been to recommended to that before. Like I had ulcers really bad at one time from stress, and I wasn't eating healthy, and I had an ulcer, and he referred me to a nutritionist, and I went. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe I just need to go to a doctor. You think? I'm just making things up. And I don't mean Planned Parenthood. Oh, I mean like God. a doctor. I probably would. Those I, are mostly nurse practitioners, anyways. I think I would I go really to Planned Parenthood if I thought they would fix. I'm my, from the south. We don't go to those. Like, could you guys just double up and give me a arthritis treatment too? I went to a free clinic when I first got diagnosed, and they just wanted to immediately put me on methotrexate. Me. And I was like, I'm I gotta so scared of. Free I gotta clinics. find a doctor. Um, like I have a fear of them for some reason. Like I don't trust them. I want to go to a doctor. Like it was also like the fact that I'm going to a free clinic for anything except for an STD, I think is probably weird to the free clinic. They're like, get a doctor. (sighs) Like, what are you can't help your joint pain, ma'am? Yeah. Take some ibuprofen. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just because like the way I was raised, like I was raised so medical. Yeah. Because my mom's medical family. And we've always like, you know, been so blessed. So I don't think about going to free clinics like it scares the shit out of me yeah it's scary yeah Those i will fly are... home i mean I'm, i mean the I've place... been on the road for three years i will fly home to see my obg like that's brilliant I, when i go home i see him once a year can i see him <laughs> can you be my OBGYN? Listen, you're not going to come to my appointment with me and lay on top of me with your legs up just like, get a freebie can we get a two, two for, for one, one doctor <laughs> two for one that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> can i just get a free exam um, just check this out like at a restaurant like oh you're a doctor you're a doctor Here. And just plop Don't do on that. the table. I hate that. I hate when people are like, oh, do people you ask you questions about shit that you. My cousins will text me or like friends. This and such and such is happening to me. First of all, just because you're a hospital adjacent, like stop sending me pictures of your kid's rash. Love Ugh. you. Don't do it. Love her. Don't do it. This is, I think this is good advice for anyone who has any friend or family stop in a it. medical profession. Stop. As I constantly message my uncle. Because you know what I'm going to say to you? Go to your doctor. If it's worse and if it's still like this or worse in 24 hours, go to a doctor. Yeah. The same thing my uncle says every time. I'm like, hey, I know that I'm not supposed to to message you these Mm -hmm. things, but. 
Like, I feel like I have to treat people like I treat my dad, like, because he asks the same 10 questions when you walk out of the house as you walk in the house. So I wrote on the chalkboard because, like, we have chalkboard in our kitchen now. Yeah. So cute. I said, frequently asked questions, wrote all the questions that he asked, and I wrote the answers in different colors. It was all color coordinated. It was gorgeous. <laughs> Refer to the board, dad. Refer to the board, dad. The board, dad. Someone just wants someone to talk to. He's like, oh, my You know kid. those, like, predicted text messages you can send? Like, yeah. If this is worse than 24 hours, go see a doctor. Yeah. You think, think you're dying? advice. Oh, your stomach hurts? I don't know. Go to the doctor. People probably do the same thing to the therapist. It's nice to know that, like, because as a comedian, I get people who are like, you're a comedian? Tell me a joke. And it's like, that's your version of... Yes. Oh, you were, you were, you're you a surgery tech? Yeah. <sighs> My arm hurts. Oh. Been hurting for a while. Do you think it's well, like... Well, I'm going to break it yeah. if you ask me one more fucking time. Well, could you also fix it, though? I mean, I will, I will look at your butthole, though. Like, <laughs> you're my friend. All right. Well, you guys, there's only so much time for her to look at my butthole. Um, Let's do it right here in the park. Yeah, that'll be good. There's only like 800 kids around. That's I fine. don't need... That cute little I can go to jail. Me. It seems comfortable in there. Um, anything you want to plug? I know you're not a comedian no. or you're like Instagram or anything. <laughs> I have like, a hunt, what, how many do I have? 200 She's followers? She's basically a celebrity. She has nearly 200 followers shooketh. on Instagram. I am shooketh. I got 10 likes today on my Hollywood picture. That's a yeah, lot. That's a me. lot. Uh, 10 likes. Yeah, she's just, uh, all right. Well, you know, that's Kelsey. And she's, uh, one day may do surgery on you and you'll never know. So she's off to Minneapolis. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening. my tits. Yeah. Titsiapolis. Traveling the world. That's no way for me to end this. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have trouble finding scrubs in your size? Because your tits? Do your tits always pop out? I have to wear a bigger size. Yeah. You have to get like special tit scrubs? Well, no, they're not special tit scrubs. They're just a size up. So I look like a lesbian. Oh. Might as well wear fucking flannel. So it's like you There's might as well no wear femininity. Like, yeah. So I wear cute hats. That's my thing. I wear like cute hats. Cute nurse hats? Mm-hmm. And I do my eyebrows. Oh, just to so be like, I'm mascara. a lady. I'm a fucking lady. God damn it. That's funny. I love that. I don't think about that at all. Because scrubs are hideous. You can't be sexy in scrubs. Grey's Anatomy is a lie. Do you get cute ones or do you just go no, like the hideous. green regular? You don't even try to get cute patterns? You can't. You ha- we have to wear the scrubs in the hospital. Oh, so yeah. Hospital provided scrubs. I guess you only see those cute ones at like private clinics or like just yeah. people on the street for some for reason. You can't wear those in surgeries. Oh yeah, I guess I you wouldn't can't wear want anything from outside in surgery. I wouldn't someone doing like open surgery on me wearing like a Winnie the Pooh scrub anyways. Because like, yeah, this person seems like an adult. That wears Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Tinkerbell. Oh, you, you're very uh, I have no respect for them. Even Tinkerbell. Mm-mm. Stop it. I don't wear Tinkerbell, but I, don't I love respect her. anyone that wears those t-shirts either, unless you're sleeping in them. Yeah. Stop. It's a night night shirt. It's a go night night shirt. Go night night. That's I want a whole to. southern thing I could get into. That's another podcast. That's another podcast for another time. I do for in the defense of me having ever worn any of that on my shirt, I do want to constantly be in bed. I don't respect anyone with a tattoo of Winnie the Pooh or Tiger either. Let's just put that out there. All right, I'm done. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh all you needed to know or ever wanted to know about the insides and outsides, literally, of being a scrub tech and traveling the country slash maybe the globe. Um, if you liked Kelsey, let me know, uh, tweet at me. If you have follow-up questions or other guests you'd like, you'd like to suggest a few of you have done that recently. And I want you to know, I am working on getting some of those people lined up. So I will let you know when that, uh, lines up. If you haven't already, please, please, please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes. And by us, I mean me and my podcast. Uh, you know what? Just review the podcast. You don't need to give a personal review of me. I'm a very sensitive, delicate flower of a comedian. And, uh, I nearly got taken out uh, emotionally by an, a mob of angry Katy Perry fans. Uh, so please don't uh, just like the podcast and review it. Give me five stars if you like it. And if not, just, you know, go find something else. Don't be mean. 
or whatever. Hmm. Share it with your friends if you like it, especially like episode to episode. Make sure if something really speaks at you, if you learn something, share it because uh, everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. So we can help. Um, I'm in LA a bunch this month. Uh, so check out my calendar, jessicamichellesingleton.com. Uh, for all those shows, I'm also selling my album now on my website. You can get physical copies. I'm doing a thing now where every month I give 50% of all of my album sales for that month to a nonprofit. And since I started it midway through April, I'm combining April and May. So right now, if you buy my album or you stream it on Spotify or anything, you can, uh, you're helping Planned Parenthood is what I chose this month because uh, they took away some funding for Planned Parenthood and I think women's health is important and uh, I don't have insurance quite yet and I don't want my vagina to fall out of me because uh, there's some days it feels like that's all I have. It's really keeping me together. Uh, all right. Well, follow at blessed, B-L-E-S-S-E-D podcast on Twitter to stay up on all that's happened over here in podcast land. You can follow me at JMS Comedy. And again, specific questions, ideas, send them on over. Uh, I, I do my best to, to follow up on those and, and get you the, the questions you want to hear asked to the people you want them to be asked to. So, uh, so that's that. And please keep in mind, as always, no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. Uh, so yeah, enjoy the podcast, then uh, share it. And, uh, you know, don't stop asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. Nicole Amy Schreiber from the Bipolar episode just walked upstairs and is standing staring at me nude, but her hair sort of looks like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Uh, she's now stomping away. You guys, we have fun here. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. <laughs>